Talk Recorded live. All right, guys, welcome back to the morning. You know what time it is, WTHH. What the hell happened? Well, we look back at the week that was in PTD and seriously, just try to find out, hey, what the hell happened? Um, we'll get right to the games here in just a second. Um, we'll look at the standings, of course, um, and, you know, if, if the playoffs were to begin today kind of thing. Uh, in, the United, in the United Division, it's the Care Bears at 9-1, and one, Nightmare at 6-4, and four, Hellions at 3-7, and seven, the Maniacs at 2-8. and eight. Uh, Care Bears win, or a Nightmare loss this week, and they clinch the division. Division has been over since uh, about week three. In the American Division, it's a two-horse race. The Outlaws at 7-3. and three. The Spectres at 6-4. and four. It's going to come down to one of those two. The Brawlers and the Miners, their um, only hope at postseason is points. Um, I think one of those teams has a shot at it, and I'm not sure about the other one, but they're both sitting there at 4-6. and six. Um, It's going to come down to the, the Spectres and the Outlaws. It should be fun to watch in this division as it unfolds. And the National Division, first of all, congrats to the Mighty Bruins as they have clinched the division. They are the first team to clinch a playoff spot at 8-2. and two. Uh, LVD, May, or the Mercs, both at 4-6, and six, and the uh, Voyeurs. They're back to the Voyeurs again, guys, sorry, um, at 3-7. and seven. Um, It's a real good division there, guys. I'm, I'm sorry, oh, it's off the subject. If the playoffs were to begin today, it's if. Obviously, Care Bears 1, Bruins 2. Oakland Outlaws, three. Specters, uh, 1283. No, I lie. Nightmare would be four. Uh, the Specters would be five. And in the last playoff spot, by total points, I believe is going to be, yeah, the Brawlers. Um, at 1206, uh, we have basically a, let's get this right, a 94-point lead over the Miners. About a 95-point lead, no, about a, no, about 80 points or whatever. 90 points over the minors, about 95 or so, roughly over LVD, and about 106 or so over um, the Mercs. Um, and I think those would be the only real competition for that. So that last playoff spot is still wide open. Um, we'll get to the games uh, now. Um, oh wait, forgot if the play. I did the playoffs. Um, I put a couple notes there. Uh, Bruins with a high score this week. Uh, Outlaws lose third and win third in a row, but they lose all Sean Jeffrey, uh, which could hurt. Um, Zeke is just not only is he the stud of the week, but he carried the Hellions all the way to victory all by himself almost. Um, so all kinds of things happening this week. But let's get to the games because that's why you come. First game, which turned into uh, – hold on, coffee break. A very high-scoring affair. Um, the Bruins over the Brawlers, 174.44 to 140.82. Um, and if you look at the Bruins, all you got to do is see um, 27, 25, 20, and 27. And when you have that many guys at 20, including two closer to 30, let's practice our rounding skills here, you're going to score a lot of points, and that's what the Bruins do. Um and I honestly, I expected David Johnson, and I'm not being sarcastic here, to score 35. I couldn't believe the 49ers shut down his run game. I could run on the 49ers. Um, so if you would have told me David Johnson was going to score 24.6 points, uh, I'm thinking I got a shot this week. Um, but no, because if you look at the rest of his play, and I gave you his big players, 15, 11, 10, or 11, 16, 14, he had one guy in double figures. It was kicker at almost eight points. That's how you score a lot of points. 
And what the hell happens in the brawlers? What the hell happens is when you score 140 points, you shouldn't lose. But when you go against the high scoring team of the week, yeah, that's what happens. Roethlisberger at 28. Doug Baldwin three times in the end zone at 27. A.J. Green was pretty good. Uh, my kicker in defense, again, I mean, my defense has been my most consistent player all year. We're pretty good for that. I mean, you score 140 points, you know, I, you don't hang your head. I beat every other team in the week this year. That's what the hell happened. But I went against the best and the best. Whoop, up on my ass, all right? But at least we're not the magicians. We didn't disappear this week. Maniacs against the Spectres. Final score, Spectres 118.34 to the Maniacs 105.32. Um, Bright spot for the Maniacs. Russell Wilson looks like he's back. Um, Beckham continues to do his thing out there, you know, um, just 10 catches and 100 yards and a touchdown. Um, but the problem with the Maniacs are one week Ingram scores 30, the next week he scores 7. Uh, J.J. Nelson didn't do much. Michael Thomas could have been the dud of the week because um, he had as many fumbles almost as catches, um, which is just a killer. Um, but Zach Ertz has been a little better. Kyle Rudolph was good. So there's some bright spots. But the problem is, uh, you know, he's just – Todd Gurley's been a huge, huge, huge problem. Again, only seven points. He's just killing him. He does nothing. But there, there's just – there's a couple high guys, like I said, with Wilson and Beckham. But then there's a seven, a seven, a one, a two, and a three. You're not going to win with that many players scoring that little points. And the Spectres, DeMarco Murray continues to make a run at fantasy MVP. Uh, Des Bryant had a good game. Uh, I'll be honest with you. When Gronk and Brady combine for 19 and you win, Spectres got to have a smile on their face from ear to ear because that doesn't happen very often. Key thing, they didn't play their best, all their big guys. Jordan Reed didn't do anything. Uh, Jarvis Landry didn't do much. His defense got a zero. Uh, and he still won. So the Spectres needed that win to stay in pace with the Outlaws. They got it. Hellions against the Mercs. Final score. Pinky 129.34 to the Mercs 102.80. Well, you know, Jacob, you did have a three-game winning streak. Yeah. Sorry, coffee break number two. But at least you could say now and look back on it fondly. But this one was the stud of the week. Holy Zeke. Um what about two catches, almost 100 yards, 115 rushing, two touchdowns rushing, one receiving, 40 points, stud of the week. Wow. <laughs> I mean, he almost had a third of his team's points. Uh, when your quarterback scores eight uh, and, and your uh, two running backs combined score 13 uh, and your tight end scores four, you usually don't win. But when your running back scores 40, you're – one running back, C.J. Procise, puts up 18.8. Um, and Willie Sneed comes up and puts up 20. That, that's still going to put you in a lot of points. You know, one guy gets 40 points, you're going to score a lot. 130 points, I, I believe. I didn't double-check on this. Bad reporting by me. It's a season high for the Hellions. Probably been a high for it's been a year since they scored that many. But, hey, it is what it is. One guy carried them to victory in the Mercs. Uh, I think Jacob even posted over to a weekend on Sunday there, oh, my running backs are killing me. Yeah, I, I feel your pain, brother. I feel it. But 8-8 eight and eight from his running backs. Corey Coleman and Mike Evans combined for 11. Terrell Williams was good. He's been real good ever since he acquired him. Vance McDonald got nine points. I mean, I'm going to give Jacob credit here because that's about nine more than I thought he would have gotten on the season. I mean, so, hey, there's a, there's a good lineup call right there. Um, but once again, Jacob hit the nail on the head. His running backs are killing him. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott scored 40. Um, his two running backs scored 16. I mean, if you add his two running backs and his two best receivers, or two, I guess we could say Coleman and Evans, they combined uh, for 27. 
Yeah, Zeke scored 40. That's what the hell happened right there. Nightmare against the Miners, which came down to the end last night, was a good game. Uh, nightmare. Uh, nightmare. Yeah, Nightmare. What the hell am I doing? Nightmare with a must. They needed this victory. They needed it. Uh, and the uh, Miners just didn't get the one. But the final score, 138.22 to 135.80. Uh, and this was close. I mean, this is their mirror image. Let's see, quarterback, 23 to 23. Uh, you know, Antonio Brown, 28. Stephon Diggs, 23. Uh, the defense for um, Steve at 24. The Broncos only put up 11. So there's a swing in Steve's favor. But the difference in this game, is a little bit more consistency from the nightmare. 10, 12, 17, 19 from Julio, 9, 8, you know, those, those numbers. When you look over at Steve's side, you're going to see a 4 and a 5 and a 6 and an 8. And that's what the hell happened right there. Bigger problem for Steve is Jordan Howard. I'm not sure how hurt he is. Uh, we'll have to see the reports this week. But tough, tough loss for Steve there. But I can say the same thing about him I said about my team. You score 135 points. You're going to win more often than not. And unfortunately, what the hell happened? You just went against a team that had a slightly better week. Can't really hang your hat, hold your head on that one too much. Care Bears against the Degenerates. Final score 133.92 for the Care Bears to 121.08 for LVD. Uh, you know, Care Bears, their usual, uh, they had four guys over 20. 21 30 from Le'Veon, 23 from Allen Robinson. Cameron Braid, Christ's sake, had 21. I mean, when you get four guys over 20, you could afford to get a zero from Chris Hogan, a four from Jonathan Stewart, a three from Brandon Marshall, and a six from your defense. Because he had those guys, I mean, Brandon Marshall, Chris Hogan, Jonathan, Jonathan Stewart combined for uh, 7.4 points. It's hard to have your most consistent run receiver all year. Probably uh, one, of your, one of your better running backs and, and another receiver combined for seven points. Three guys combined for seven. And still put up 133. How do you do that? You got some studs, Breeze, Bell, Robinson. Don't think I'm going to say Breeze is a stud because he's not. But the studs pulled the Care Bears through. LVD, three touchdowns from Blunt. Kirk Cousins was pretty good. Uh, but it's just, you know, what the hell happened to LVD? And in my opinion, this is named studs, dude. Breeze, Bell, uh, Allen Robinson. Stud names that came through. You go over here, we got Devontae Freeman, uh, nine points. Not going to do it. Martellus Bennett had a pretty good game. Hold on one second. Sorry about that, guys. Family emergency. No, I just my wife named me to sit for her blouse thing. See, we get it all on live radio here. Um but, I mean, just, you know, the studs are not, not shining through. Devontae Freeman, um, it had, he's been right for the picking, especially with Coleman out. But the studs are not coming through. Uh, Martellus Bennett was pretty good. Cole Beasley only had five. Kenny Bridgeford pretty good. West didn't do much. I mean, looking on his bench, oh, Ryan Matthews sitting there. Um, but I can't fault Rob for that because who knows if he's going to play, if he's not going to play, who knows. So, tough loss for LVD. Pretty big win for Care Bears. They stay ahead of the Bruins in that race for the number one seed. Um, so even though I know they haven't clinched their division yet, and I know the Bruins have, it's going to be fun to see who gets that number one seed overall. Uh, so they're still running uh, and have a race to the top, if you will. And the final game, Outlaws against the Assassins. Final score, 
the Outlaws, 112.78. And, yeah, back to the Voyeurs, sorry, 82.56, low score of the week. In fact, the Voyeurs are the only team under 100 points this week. Bum, bum. Sorry, Voyeurs. We look over at the uh, Outlaws. Not much. I mean, you only scored 112 points. Matty Ryan was held in check. Lamar Miller, Alshon Jeffrey didn't do much. Uh, Jimmy Graham Greg Olson, Dennis Pitta all held in check. Kind of funny if you look. 8.6, 8.8, 8.9. There's consistency at that tight end position, Garrett. That's consistency, buddy. Um, big game for Jordy Nelson, which got to make him feel good. Steve Smith had a pretty, you know, got himself in the end zone. Um, so, what did the Outlaws do? They did enough. Um, they're lucky they played the Voyeurs because they would have lost every other team this week, yeah, except the Mercs. They would have beat the Mercs. So, hey, you know what? Fantasy football, you need luck. Everybody in this sense knows you need luck. But down we come, we can say the same thing about the Spectres, you know? Uh, a little bit of a down week as far as they go because they don't lose the Spectres. Obviously, they're two of the better teams in the league. But you know what? They got a break. They played teams that had worse weeks, and they pulled out the win. And for the Voyeurs, I mean, the only thing that you can tell is Mariota. I mean, Mariota's looking like um, an absolute stud fantasy quarterback. I mean, I don't know if you guys have watched the points that this kid has been putting up. He had 28 again. He's a number four overall quarterback. Um, and, and the last few weeks, I'd say the last six, seven weeks or so, he's been, I mean, he started a little slowly, but, man, he's putting up mad points. So if I'm the Voyeurs, uh, I do have something that I can look forward to. And it does happen to be, uh, obviously, Mac, Marcus Mariota, as well as my 47 guys that I have on IR. So, you know, there's some things to look up for the Voyeurs. So, anyway, there you have it, guys. There's the week that was. Um, week 11 already. It's hard to believe. Uh, back to division games. We've got three. Now, two divisions are settled. One division isn't. But that doesn't mean these games aren't important because there's a whole lot of playoff seating going on. And especially with that sixth and final spot. Like I said, the Brawlers right now are, are kind of in the lead for that. But all it takes is one slip. One bad week and a huge week, and boom, it turns that last spot upside down. So these final three weeks should be fun. Um, just so you know, the Survivor Pool is still going. Uh, we're trying to find two, three, and four. Um, once again, Mike, you keep entering picks just to rub it in our face. I guess that's how good you are. You don't have to keep doing that. Um but I'll be back again next Tuesday morning to look back at week 11 and figure out what the hell happened. Have a good week, guys. I'll be around on Sunday to chat all day. I'm out. Later.